All right, so this is good enough of a place to start with uh, episode 240 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Yes, sounds like you were hiking up your pants there for a second. I actually yeah. was. This is where we start, yep. <sighs> yeah. Remember the episode a couple weeks ago of After Dark where we talked about all my physical ab- ab- uh, abnormalities? All your failments? <laughs> yeah, my failments. Well, they're back with a uh, vengeance, so. Oh, good. Be ready, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to discuss them here. Um, I do want to say I'm glad with the response that we've been getting for the shows, both publicly and privately, of course, um, with the After Darks and everything with the transition to folks getting it early with the Patreon and the Patreons over at LongboxHeroes.com. We're not going to hammer you too hard with it. You get After Dark like two, three days early. Mm -hmm. And you get the old shows. Um that Todd and I did with our good buddy DJ, the original show prior to this, prior to Longbox Heroes, prior to Weekly Longbox. And uh, I, I, I know you don't check these things, of course. Uh, I don't think you can, because I have them set up like you have to be a patron to see anything. Yep. I could see, like, because I go check every once in a while. I can see what's up. I'm like, uh, right, the new episodes pop up early. But then I saw, like, the Three Guys From Nowhere episodes were popping up. And I'm like, oh, and all I'll get is episode one of Three Guys From from Nowhere. And then, like, three lines of whatever yeah. you wrote. And then it fades into obscurity. Mm-hmm. And if I click on it, it's like, sign up for Patreon. And right. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So. Yep. So now, just as a spoiler for anyone listening, uh, next week's episode of Three Guys from Nowhere that I'm posting up, yes, it's us addressing. Now, again, Todd, bear in mind this is from November of 2009. Can I guess? Yes. Is it us discussing the future of Marvel being bought by Disney? Yes. Because one time when I was looking for these things, I have them somewhere on a on a on an old uh, you know uh, external uh, hard drive. And I was going through them, and it was like, and uh, w- listening to it was fantastic because you know we were so ahead of our time all those years ago. What would ha- we were completely wrong from what I remember. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic, right? So it's episode six, actually from September of two thousand nine. I thought November, um, September of two thousand nine, where we discuss the rumors of Disney buying Marvel. Mm-hmm. And the first six issues of Wednesday Comics. Oh, the newspaper? Yeah, the newspaper. Oh, they should bring that back, because those are fun to bag and board. I think I just have them in a box in my basement. Mm, turning all yellow because they're oh, like old newsprint. It. Yeah. So, um, a lot of feedback, a lot of uh, discussion from last week with the podcast Pet Peeves. Yes. I had people contacting me. Uh, apologizing if they did it, and I'm sure they did. Uh, I'm sure they've did. We do these things all the time. Um, but then I had people telling me that they were they were listening to the episode with like their friend or the significant other or whatever it is, and their significant other is like, "You told them about me doing that, didn't you?" <laughs> now, first of all, the fact that there's people out there listening to this in like a group setting with more than zero people is fascinating to me. Oh, send them popcorn, baby. I do like the idea of podcasts being a communal experience where you get around the old Victrola. <laughs> kind of like we're the nouveau Jack Benny. Oh, we're before it was cool kind of stuff. Right, right. Podcasting sounds better on vinyl as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and I know it's not for this show. 
Uh, but I do have to just throw it out there. I know you eh, you might have some interest in it. I don't know where your line of combat sports goes to. Right. UFC, other than uh, your friend Phil from Chicago. The streak. Uh, the only thing right. I care about is Phil's streak. Do, does the, do, do you know the name Phil Baroni? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Okay. So Phil Baroni was one of like the original UFC guys from back in the heyday, like alongside your Ken Shamrocks and your Dan Severins, like what it was transferring over to being instead of a bunch of different fighting styles to being jujitsu guys, essentially, right. which is what it is now. So Phil Baroni is one of the bigger names. Uh, he was on kind of a mixed martial arts worked wrestling event over WrestleMania weekend. And the, oh, you know, the building that Adam was afraid to go to, uh, Adam from At Odds with Wrestling? In in Jersey? Yes. Okay, yeah. I know of it, yes. Okay, so I don't know if this shows what a coward Adam is or what a lunatic Phil Baroni is. <laughs> Phil Baroni was in, you know how there's the joke that we say that they were in no condition to perform? Right. Phil Baroni for five days was in no condition to live. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And even though he had a bed and breakfast, he lived at the building where the show was. Oh, okay. So one of the podcasts that I listened to, Pod Van Dam, had my friend Dom, Dominic Garini, who wrestled Phil Baroni that weekend. Oh, or or just watched him lay on the mat for a while. Well, there's, uh, and again, that's one of those podcasts. It came out about two weeks ago. I've listened to it five times because it's such a fascinating study of the decline of a human. Mm. And somebody, yep. somebody online said that if there's any podcast that should be pressed in vinyl and preserved forever, <laughs> it's that one. And I'd be hard-pressed to disagree with that. Right, you'd be hard-pressed to not be in vinyl. But, yeah, you should probably send a link over to that one for me, because I'll be clicking right on that. Right, so not only does Todd not listen to podcasts, he's not listening to a podcast about wrestling, nor about a washed-up UFC fighter. Oh, that's all the things I love. Right. right. So, as we're all over the place here, uh, going through the podcast pet peeves, I'm not going to go through the list from last week, but... Aww. After, well, here, I'll, I'll go through it real quick. I'm not saying to go through everyone and explain, no. just... The, the previous list real quick. Uh, edit that out later, fix it in post. Uh, animosity with your listeners through social media. Uh, staying on a schedule, you know, saying your podcast going to come out this day and this time, or even that day, and it comes out and you stick to it. Uh, distracted by the chat. People who do their podcast through, like, a Discord or whatever, and they're distracted by that while they're recording the show. Uh, more than two people on the line when they're not in the same room. Uh, people whose entire podcast concept is them just reading a Wikipedia page to somebody else. Uh, <laughs> audio quality, bad phone connections, uh, terrible editing, and your ad reads are being terribly edited. Uh, inside joke stories and references just kind of being hammered home and not giving any sort of uh, context. Chewing or mouth noises into the microphone while the show is going on. Personal negativity. Why would I listen to this show? Oh, it's stupid. Uh, saying to me and me personally. <laughs> I have to come back to that. I know. I have become so hyper-focused on to me now. Mm -hmm. Like, I I hear it like Daredevil sees things <laughs> with the radar sense. Right. Um. And then I listen to other podcasts that have been recorded recently that have nothing to do with me or have no connection to me, and they really hit that me personally, and oh, 
Uh, have I told this story before? Mm-hmm. Ask that story and then don't tell the story. Or your co-host deters you from reading telling that story. And of course, the crown jewel of them all. Yeah, no. Mm. So that was the list from last week. So I remembered like three more on while you were, Friday. While you were listening to other stuff, they were like... While I was, or just while my mind was working, right? Oh. So I wrote them down at work. A super secret science job. And then over the weekend, they cleaned and it, the piece of paper went away. Oh, no! So for the last two days, I was trying to remember what those three were. And not only did I remember what those three were, I remembered five more. Wow. So we have eight more? Eight more to add to the list. <sighs> okay. Now, these two, I'm surprised. Uh, this is one of those instances of these two are st- still terrible, but so many other things have come along that are terrible on podcasts that these two have become somewhat acceptable by doing absolutely nothing. Mm. Saying, can I curse on this show? Oh, I es- love that one. Especially after you just cursed. Oh. And then, of course, another one. I'm, I'm sure you could say this one. Uh, r- uh, running out of time. Oh, you know, we're like, and I understand maybe you have a schedule. You have somewhere to be and There's a way that you could say that. But we're like, yeah, we're running out of time. It's like, no, the internet is infinite. You could have the show be as long as you want. No, sometimes you're too long. You've said it before. This podcast, not this one, because this this podcast is always timed perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, see, that's the thing. You're saying it's timed perfectly. And I know you're trying to be funny in that regard. This podcast and the other podcast, Longbox Years After Dark, are whatever they are. Mm -hmm. We have a schedule of things that we're going to get to. Whether we get to those things in an hour or we get to those things in two hours, it is what it is. Right. If it's over an hour, consider it gravy. If it's under an hour, then somebody screwed up somewhere. <laughs> Why? I don't know. When I listen to my podcast, that never bothers me when people say that. So I don't know. And kind of like the step cousins of running out of time is watching the clock to make mm-hmm. sure that you don't run out of time. Well, you got to hit the, what is it, the weather on the tens or what is it? Right. Well, you got to sweep the quarter hours. <laughs> yeah. You got to get news, traffic, traffic and weather, sports at the quarter, and then you get this, and then you got to sweep the quarter hour with n- news so that then they come back for the weather report, and then you get those same listeners for two quarter hours. There you go. Now, um, couple so I, and I guess the step cousin of that one is and these are the new ones, right? And I say new ones. I've probably mentioned some of these before, and I know you'll agree with some of them on these, right? Oh, will I now? Okay. Yes, I'm sure. Well, not this one. You're not going to. Uh, file size and file consistency. Oh, I worry about that one all the time. Mm-hmm. So I listen to podcasts that sometimes their podcast goes up as a WAV file. Sometimes it goes up as an M4A file. Sometimes it goes up as some other unreadable file type. MP3 is the preferable method for you to upload your podcast. And also, if I am downloading your podcast and it is the same file size as ripping a Blu-ray DVD, (laughs) you can probably compress that because the difference in audio quality by going from whatever the hell you're doing to what I'm doing, which is 80 kilobytes per second, ain't that much of a difference. 
Are you telling me that my you're not using the full like you know scope of a file for my golden voice? No, I am not. <sighs> that makes me sad. I actually recently, within the last like two months, upped it from sixty four uh, kilobytes per second to eighty. Because I'm like, oh, our, our listeners deserve a little bit sweeter of a sound. <laughs> that is true. And there's no sweeter sound than right. us talking. But I can go all the way up to, and again, let me see if it's going to allow me to, or it's going to, yeah, it's going to kick me out. Okay. That's fine. So I can go all the way up to, oh, and I just did something I hate too, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we can, you know, we can go all the way up from 80 to like 280. Right. And That's the, the one I want. The literal difference in the audio quality is negligible, but the size of the file goes up fivefold. Right. And if you don't care about size, quality, quantity on your things, that's fine, but it takes forever to download. Right. And if you're putting your show up late, see one of the other pet peeves, and your file size is humongous, see this, it's going to take me a lot longer, and I'll just give up on downloading the show, and I'm like, I'll come back to it later, and maybe I'll forget about it. Yes, and I, I I know what you're saying about files because I do love when you send me certain things and I'm like, this isn't an MP4. This is an NKV Demon or a KG Beast. I don't understand any of these things. It's a whack a flack file Yes. And I'm at the point, if I was, if I was disseminating that information to more than two people, mm-hmm. as opposed to the two that I currently am, I would do more to convert the file to the file that one person likes. But at this point, if you can't figure it out, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm, I'm Mr. File Exchange, so I'm good. Don't worry about it. Mm, okay. So I just did this here as I was checking our editor. Messenger noises. Right. And by that, I mean that could be anything from you not turning your phone off during the show, keeping your ringer off. You have some other thing going on in the background, whether it be your cockatoo or the <laughs> TV or whatever it is, or while you're doing the show. If uh, Todd, do you are you a regular user of any messenger program on your phone or on your computer? Uh, a little bit, not not ever on my computer, but on my phone occasionally. Right, and you know how you get like that Bing little pop notification or whatever, whatever it is. Right. I listen to so many podcasts now where that. Is just going on, going off all the time. Right. Because while people are doing their podcast, they're checking their messages, they're doing this, they're getting the AOL, you got mail coming up. <laughs> and with every recording software that people use, yes, even there's a lot of people that do like the two separate sides in Audacity and then they put the two files together, or maybe they use something like a garage band where everything just gets put together, or like what we do, we record through Skype. Um, what we were using before, that Amaloto thing that we were running into problems with, the skipping and the popping and the hipping and the hopping, <laughs> right? that wouldn't pick up the background noise, but Skype does. Skype picks up anything else that I do on the, on the on my PC, and it picks up anything you do. Like, if you went and start playing something on YouTube, I hear it, the recording hears it, it's on there. Oh, really? Yes. Whereas in the past, I would hear it, but it wouldn't pick up on the recording. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, so be be conscious of that, podcasters. Right. See, I believe in you shouldn't have your notification sounds on. You should have them quiet, right. and you should check these while your co-host is talking, and then when he stops, being completely oblivious to what he says. That's exactly. what every podcast should do. 
So uh, the uh, these uh, those were the technical awards that were given out <laughs> earlier in the day. Right. These are uh, the other things that really upset me. Uh, these two kind of go together, maybe sort of kind of. Uh, is bad improv. Sometimes right. when Todd and I or anyone does their podcast, I'll say something that'll give me an idea. Todd will say something that gives me an idea to say something. I'll say something that gives Todd an idea to say something. And a lot of times it might just be Todd trying to get a pun in, and that's fine. He gets his pun in, we move along. <laughs> or sometimes yes. sometimes it leads us down a different road to talk about some other subject. But very rarely does it lead us to work some sort of improv bit <laughs> that's not funny, and then we do it for an extended period of time. That's all you, brother. The only Keith. thing the only thing that's worse than actual improv is bad improv. <laughs> you keep that in check. Me, I'd run like the wind if it was, if it was okay. okay. There are podcasts out there that the whole premise of them is the two hosts or one host bringing someone else on and kind of just like, hey, we're just going to play loose and like I'm going to say something, then you're going to say something. And it's going to kind of like be an improv exercise. No. What? If let him I riff, riff, Joe. What? Let him riff, Joe. Oh, let it, yeah, sure. Let him riff. No problem. Delete the podcast. Never listen to again. <laughs> wow, you're a harsh taskmaster. The next one is fake laughing. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> now the fake laughing stuff is long gone, and fake laughing is one of those ones that was a top five contender, but so much other stuff has happened. <laughs> Or I've stopped listening to those podcasts with the fake laughing mm -hmm. that I don't that I don't notice it as much anymore. But then when I hear it again, it's like Niagara Falls. Oh, slowly you turned. Yes, and you can tell the difference between a fake laugh and a and a genuine laugh or whatever it is. But there are people who's and a lot of them are those fake improvers, those bad improvers where you get the fake laugh in there, and oh boy, makes my blue blood boil. Mm. <laughs> there you go hilarious hilarious now this one i think you're going to be on board with me whether it be you listen to podcasts which i know you don't or you mm -hmm. do right. is working your politics into the podcast uh, you know what i don't care if you work your politics into your podcast or not because i ain't listening so. right so okay a lot of these except for the technical stuff could be applied to real life <laughs> but if you do a light and fun podcast about comic books right Unless you're talking about a comic book with a very heavy political slant, keep your politics out of it. Wow. Whether you agree with me, whether I agree with your politics, politics or not, keep them out of the podcast. I personally think all ah. podcasts should talk about sex, religion, and politics. And and sex, I'll give you. You know, I could listen to. I don't want your sex. <laughs> was, you that it. was the B side of that George Michael song, right? Yes. <laughs> God, he's passed. But the A side was "I Want Your Sex." The B side was after he got popped in a couple men's rooms. Yeah, and that was what they just played in his plea agreement. I don't want your sex. <laughs> oh wow! See, that was improv. I felt it was getting bad. We're moving on. I don't know. I could keep it going, but... Oh. I know you could. 
And there right. are listen, and there are podcasts out there that are political, and that's fine. And I, if I want to decide to listen to your political podcast, I absolutely will listen to your political podcast. And if you work some other stuff into that, that's fine too. Maybe watch Game of Thrones, and somehow you can relate it to whatever's going on in the political climate. That's great. And hey, maybe you're a comic book podcast, and you purposely avoided talking about Secret Empire because you know what a political hot button issue it was. Right. And the fact that it may not have been a great comic book or a great premise that interested you in the first place, then hey, I tip my John Cena hat to you for not uh, subjecting your listeners to some sort of political diatribe that may or may not alienate your listeners. Hail Hydra. Oh, I've been triggered. That's and- right. And I whispered, too, your favorite. Right. Oh, and that was the other one. God damn it. That's nine now. <laughs> I know. You said it the other day, and I Son was like, okay. I forgot to add it to the list. So that's nine. We got one more to go after this. Is the Whisper. Mm-hmm. Not the Chikara uh, sports entertainer, but whispering on the podcast where you and someone are having a conversation and then whatever you trail off about and then the other person decides, I'm going to make my point by whispering. And then you come right back in at your normal tone. It blows out my ears when you're doing it. And it's really lame, too. It's a terrible joke. I love Whisper Joke. Mm. So thank you for reminding me about Whisper. Whisper was another one. There you go. That's what I'm here for. I do have to update the tweet now that it's nine. I have to to get the tweet ready. But you have a question before I go to the the grand finale. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. This is the big (laughs) one? This is the... This is the, the piece de resistance of right. your uh, pet peeve list? Yes. So uh, the newest and latest one is Vocal Fry. And that's not something to do with the lead character of Futurama neither. <laughs> you beat me to it. Mm-hmm. Listen, I read the script before we started recording. <laughs> we have a script? We, we prepare? Do. So what Vocal Fry is... Is when you're talking about something and you're making a statement. And at the end of your statement, you do something with your voice that makes it sound like you're asking a question when you're really just making a statement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as an example, I could say to Todd, I'm going to Hershey Park this Friday. Oh, nice. Or I could say, I'm going to Hershey Park this Friday. Okay. I can't even do the vocal fry because I don't have that in my soul to be able to do. See, but thought... you go up a register and you make it that last word sound like your statement is now a question. Are you asking me if I'm going to Hershey Park on Friday or are you telling me that you are going to Hershey Park on Friday? See, I thought vocal fry was something different, like where like there's that, I don't know, like in a voice, like it's mostly like because people bag on teenage girls for having it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not so much the question at the end, but, like, uh, I'm, like, I don't know. I can't even do it. I've heard it. Because you're an adult male. What? So, see, that's this is the one that's going to piss me off because I can't do. Because I could do all the other ones on the show whenever I want to tweak you. But I can't do vocal fry unless I do. Maybe if I went, I can't do vocal fry. Right, see, I'll get what you're doing there, but it won't work because it's not the real vocal fry. Even right. when I attempted to do it, I can't do it. But I hear so many podcasts that people do it. But the best example, yes, that Todd gives is what they say, like a teenage or 20-something girl, how they talk, where mm-hmm. they kind of like do that upspeak. sometimes they'll be referred to. Right, it's almost like a modern-day valley girl. Yes. 
But there are grown-ass people in their 30s and 40s that I hear on podcasts, and they talk that way. Right. See, I, literally, you said this, like, I think maybe you tweeted out Vocal Fry somewhere. Yeah, I did. I did that. That was what that was what started that thing in my head. Right. And I had to go look. That was one of those like, hey, when I get home, I'm going to look that up. And I'm like, OK, I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know how many to me in my head, it was teenage girls. I'm like, I don't know how many like, you know. Like uh, uh, Miley Cyrus podcasts you're listening to, so uh, quite I, a few. Oh, I love a good Miley Cyrus podcast. And Miley Cyrus is even out of that. Like, I don't even know who. Like, well, again, I could tell you who it would be, but then right. that would expose myself of knowing who the the whoever that is in today's day and age. Right, but all your I Nickelodeon have the girls of having a seven year old son who knows what these things are because they're girl things. So he hates them. Right. Dad, this is terrible. Cooties and whatnot. Right. <laughs> is that what your son says? Cooties and whatnot? Cooties and whatnot. Yes. <sighs> so there's the list. I'm Two, sure you'll eight, add more. Eight, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 18, 19, 20, 21, 21, 23 items. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sure between now and the next time we record, I'll think of more. I think that's what After Dark will just be from now on. I, it'll be, I, I don't want it to be, though. It'll be once a month, you know, doing whatever our bit is, the thing that we choose for the year. And the rest of the time will be you just like, here's another goddamn pet peeve I have that you kids out there do. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Get off my pod lawn or something. Oh, yes, your pod lawn. Get your off my pod, pod lawn needs mowing. Yeah, oh, forget about it. I didn't pod. It, it rained all weekend. I didn't get a chance to mow my pod lawn. <laughs> yes. Gotta the wait. only time it didn't rain when I was at work on Saturday. Well, you could have left and came back. Yeah, that would have been, that would have worked. Right. All right. So we actually have an agenda here because next week is the next installment of Al's Gals. Right. And while it is named after Blansky's Beauties, which Todd <laughs> remembered as Al's Gals, mm -hmm. on my end, this is what the genesis was for doing this, uh, my example. But in researching things, I got my example wrong. I was always under the impression that the way that the spinoff to Married to Children uh, top of the heap came about was it was one of those deals where like we introduce the characters we, they have an adventure with Al there's something going on with Joey Tribbiani and Kelly Bundy he sneaks out the window and then it leads into the episode of top of the heap for right. some reason that existed in my head that is a Mandela effect fake memory I've created for myself because mm -hmm. that's not what happens what happened was the hundredth and uh, the hundredth episode of Married at Children was just an episode of Top of the Heap. With an Al Bundy guest starring kind of right. a deal. Because they do the hundredth episode. It's an Al and Joe Bologna, whatever his name of the character of the show is. They have an adventure of them trying to like scam high society people or something. It's a little unclear. But when like two weeks later, when they have the first episode of Top of the Heap, they just replay that episode of Married to Children with the Top of the Heap opening credits. Mm -hmm. And this is not your first Mandela effect. I've had dozens. Right, because there was a whole other thing with Family Ties where you're telling me uh, what was – who was the, the, 
the 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 boyfriend. Right. I didn't get so right. I thought that Nick, the boyfriend, Nick Valentine, they did a similar thing on Family Ties where it's like, oh, it's an episode about Nick on Family Ties. He leaves and then it rolls right into the, his spinoff. Right. I vividly out- remember that happening as well, but that's also wrong. Yeah, so every time I bring his stuff up to him, I look like the asshole. <laughs> like, no, you're wrong. Well, no, listen, I'm I'm fully and willingly admitting I'm wrong. I messed this up in my head. I misremembered this for the better part of the last 30 years. <laughs> Maybe I need to watch more wrestling so I can remember other stuff. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I think that's how I forget stuff. Well, I'm glad that this bit can pull the veil back on your memory and, right. get, and set things straight, Joe. Right. Now, uh, you brought up the Nick thing. The the character of Nick, Mallory's boyfriend, Nick Valentine, did have, like, three separate failed pilots. <laughs> all unrelated to family ties, even though he was playing Nick. Like, I love if they were trying to groom him as the new Tony Danz or some shit. Mm-hmm. But worse comes to worse, those are on the list to do at some point as part of Al's Gals. That's right, because we're at the halfway point now with this right. one. Now... All we have so far is this episode of Married with Children, the 100th episode, which ends up being the pilot for Top of the Heap. Now, Top of the Heap lasts about 13 episodes. Then they dump Joe Bologna, and it just becomes Vinny and Bobby, a <laughs> Matt LeBlanc, Joey Tribbiani, star- Joey Tribbiani starring vehicle. Right. And then that lasts like six or ten episodes, right? Mm-hmm. If we could find the first episode of Vinny and Bobby... We'll include it in here. We'll send out a tweet. We'll put it up on the website or whatever it is. There's a very good chance that by the, like, this is going up on the Patreon early, but by the time it goes up on the main site, we might have links to both the mm-hmm. Murder Children episode and the Vinny and Bobby episode. So wibbly wobbly. Right. But we're going to definitely one episode to watch next week, possibly two if we could work out the, the, the semantics of it. Right, because we're not watching enough TV in our lifetime. Right, exactly. Now, there is one other that I think was either a talked about or failed pilot at the very least, where they were going to attempt to bring these things back together in that they were going to have a show where Bud was like a DJ at a college radio station. Right, where he was... It was pitched as Radio Free Tremaine, which was going to be, uh, which was going to spin out of an actual Meredith Children episode from season nine, where it was going to be Bud as a radio, uh, a college radio DJ. They were going to bring back Steve as the dean of the college, <laughs> and it was going to meld into Vinny and Bobby. To like to, to finish the loop, the, the the married with children cinematic universe. Yes, and also there was going to be essentially a what if Friends was Kelly Bundy, <laughs> and it was going to be called Enemies. It went to it went to pilot, but the pilot never filmed. Oh, I think that's a shame right there. Yes. So Radio Free Tremaine series never came about, but the Radio Free Tremaine episode of the show, maybe we'll throw that one in, because that was like one of the ones they tried to do as a stealth pilot, if I could find that. But the 100th episode of Meredith Children is an easy find. That's no problem. Right. Lots of ifs and buts. Right. The only thing for sure is that nothing's for sure. 
Right. The only thing that never changes is there'll always be change. No, actually, as I'm reading this here, it's saying that that episode nine, or that's, it was, the, it was and again, just like we talked about with the nanny, episode 23 of season nine mm-hmm. is the dumped, failed pilot. <sighs> I love when you just read Wikipedia pages. I'm not reading the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> Stop it. So, we definitely have that 100th episode. If we can't get the episode of Vinny and Bobby, maybe we'll come back to Radio Free Tremaine as another time. That's a possibility. We got to fill up because I think we have enough, like, pulling back the curtain for people. I think we have, like, four definite more ones that we can do. And then we got to find some more because, you know, we don't, we didn't have 12 right out of the gate. We were like, oh, we found a couple. All right. I'm tired of doing this. When we get, when we get close to burning these up, I'll try again. So I think we have some buffer room and then we got to go searching again. Okay. So, episode 100 of Married Children is a definite. Maybe Vinny and Bobby. And radio, now, Radio Free Tremaine is up and full on the uh, usual channels. Well, do we want to just add that? Because I don't think we're going to find Vinny and Bobby. I looked hard for Vinny and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Though I do love the Vinny and Bobby opening. is one of the yeah. best openings in the history of TV. It looks like it was shot at at Trelane College or whatever it was because it's like literally two guys with a handheld doing it. It's beautiful. But uh, maybe we'll do that married and we'll do a double married with children. Right. So we'll see. Keep an eye on the show post to know (laughs) what your assignment is for next week. We don't know what we're doing. So why should you? There you go. That's a good show (laughs) motto, I think. All right, so that's After Dark this week, everybody. Yay, good show. Yay. All right, episode 240 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, we mentioned the Patreon up front, longboxheroes.com, soon 